Hello, everybody. Welcome to Camel Call Friday. Evan Budrovich will be in a little later on in the show as uh, we get you caught up with everything going winter sports, spring sports, literally in full swing. But we will spend this uh, first segment talking to our first year head softball coach, Trina Prater, as she brings her defending champion back to back defending champions onto the diamond for the first time, the Charlotte Invitational, rain, rain, please stay away. If they are able to play, it's three days, it's five games. Friday at 5.30, the game versus Charlotte, their second game of the tournament, is scheduled to be on ESPN+. And then, in a week, less than a week, on Thursday, the home opener at 3 p.m. on ESPN, right here in Bowie's Creek, Purdue comes to town out of the Big Ten. We got a lot to talk about, but first, Coach, how are you feeling? We are taping this uh, on Wednesday. I am not uh, keeping you uh, in the (laughs) podcast studio hours before uh, your game. How are you feeling as you think about this opening weekend and your team? Yeah, no, I'm anxious to get out there and see our girls work and see them reap kind of the harvest of what we've been, the seeds we've been planting throughout the fall. And um, they returned well, like they came back in shape and ready to go. And we've been in good spirits. We've had some great scrimmages. Our pitchers are are doing their job and our players are uh, making adjustments in the box. So it'll just be fun to finally get out there and compete against somebody else. Uh, you have been doing this a long time at a high level, of course, a, a championship winning coach at Hampton. You've been an assistant at the Power 5 level just coming from Iowa. So you have the experience. You have not seen them play in a quote-unquote real game. A lot of scrimmages in, in the fall. Right. You have seen them play a lot of games. Right. But when the lights are on, when it means stuff for your record and your stats, is there a little bit that you don't know or are you pretty sure you know what you're going to see? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, that's a fair assessment to say, but I know that we're going to compete. I know that they're going to give it 100%, and I know that we're going to play Campbell um, softball. The great thing about this group is they've been battle-tested in the past, and we have great leadership, so they've shown um, our underclassmen, who we're going to see some new faces out there this year, which will be fun to see them perform at this level, but they're highly skilled um, and talented, so it's just a matter of uh, them calming their nerves, getting their butterflies in their stomach to fly in the same direction, and just playing softball. If there's one thing that I think from a coaching staff perspective is um, we're trying to get them to realize that the game is, you know, it's just a game. And the more that we can stay calm, composed, and know that we're prepared, we should be able to put a good product out there. Coach, let's start in the circle. Um, Some returners for you. Uh, What are we expecting as far as your arms that you have this year? Yeah, you're going to see Bella out there still doing her thing like she did last year. Kayla Howell um, will also see a lot more time than I think she's had up to this point in her career. Um, Jamie uh, Hardy. Um, will also be in a closing role for us. And then we have a, a, a new spark from one of our freshmen who's going to surprise some people. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, position player-wise, uh, what are we going to see out on the diamond for you? We're going to see a fast outfield. Uh, obviously, Tyra Parker is back from last year. She was one of our shining stars um, from last season offensively and defensively. Claudia Ware um, will be out there. We'll have another freshman. Um, who's going to bring uh, some versatility, Armstrith out there with Charlie Montgomery. Um, and then in the infield, we're going to round it out with veterans and probably have uh, one freshman out or two potentially as starters as well. That's awesome. You have been here now, obviously, for, gosh, it's it's almost a year. I know, I, I know how time <laughs> flies. As you've gotten to know this place 
and this program, your program now, uh, shaping it into into your image. When you talk to recruits, so when you talk to your players, what are you telling them about Campbell softball and your program now? It's more we're selling what Coach McDonald has already built here and trying to just continue to um, put our our footprint in what they already have. We're inviting them to come be a part of a championship culture. We're trying to recruit kids that are like-minded. We, we want to recruit kids that play our style of softball so we don't have to change anybody when they get here. We're selling them on the small community um, of the athletics department. We're selling them on Champions Creek. It's not just softball that's good here. Every sport competes at the highest level, not just in the Big South, but on the national level as well. So we're trying to recruit winners. That's what we're selling. Your first uh, tournament comes up this weekend. It's the Charlotte Invitational, as we say. Uh, if you can dodge the rain, it'll be five games in three days. At this first tournament, playing everybody from ETSU to Charlotte to Miami of Ohio a couple times to a Power Five and in South Carolina, what are you trying, in addition to wins, to get out of this weekend? We're trying to get five wins. We're trying to compete. We're trying to start strong. Um, we're trying to... Um, just play Campbell softball. I don't want to make it bigger than it is. Yeah. Um, we know that we're playing championship teams who compete high in their conferences. There's not really easy games. And if there is the quote unquote, the game we're supposed to win, can we still go in and do what we're supposed to do regardless of who's wearing the opposite uniform? Um, so that's just, if we're trying to keep it the main thing, the main thing focused on us and, and playing play-by-play play the 21 outs and let the game dictate the scoreboard. It'll start uh, Friday morning, 10 a.m. against ETSU, Friday at 5.30 ESPN+. Plus. You'll be able to watch that game. Miami of Ohio, Saturday at 3. South Carolina, Saturday at 5.30. Miami, uh, 10 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, of course, uh, stay tuned to uh, Go Camels SB for all of the possible changes of, of when uh, you'll be able to play in case weather does become a factor okay then next week I know you don't like to look ahead but this is darn exciting uh we don't have big 10 teams come to the creek too often and of course uh you have some connections being uh where you have been not only in your playing days but your coaching day but how in the world on February 16th at 3 p.m do you get the Purdue Boilermakers to come to Amanda Little John Stadium you know, happy belated Valentine's gift to all our uh, Bowie's <laughs> Creek fans, right? Um, you know, it's respect. Uh, you know, uh, Coach Boo has done a phenomenal job up at Purdue, and I think we've built relationships over the years and just trying to um, give our team an opportunity to, to see what it's like to, to play at that level and to host them. Usually we have to go on the road like we're going to South Carolina to play the Gamecocks. So um, when she called and asked, um, would we um, – host her i said absolutely that's just sensational um after that at the end of the month you go to another tournament of course the columbia invitational again south carolina will be there again some more good teams but then mm -hmm. the campbell stampede mm -hmm. ohio Ryder, wagner and the duke blue devils uh will be at your tournament that is another first that we haven't had here an acc team in one of the tournaments talk about your excitement for for that lineup that you have put together our whole preseason is preparing us to hopefully be able to compete at a high level in the Big South. And then, like we say, we speak things into existence. When you win again, 
now you've already played on that stage. Now you've already been battle tested. Now you've already competed against the best players, the best coaches in the country. And so mentally, we're just picking up where we left off. That's kind of the the mindset. We're going to take some on the chin. We might take some L's early, but um, the losses are lessons. And then if we continue to grow and learn, that's all I can ask our girls to continue to get better and uh, day in and day out compete and play campus softball. You talked about uh, turning the butterflies into uh, positive instances yes. for your student athletes. What about you? You still get them? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I get them. Um, you know, I have a great coaching staff with Coach Hill and Coach Arvalo and then two graduate assistants, uh, Coach Taylor and Coach Northrup, who um, we all like to keep it loose. I think um, if I'm quiet, that's kind of when I know that the nerves. So I like to stay loose, stay goofy, keep the music going. Um, because the kids feel my vibe. So the more that I can fake it till I make it, I think that allows them to continue to be their authentic self. Because we have a lot of fun. Um, we're loose and, um, you know, winning is fun. It is fun. Um, good luck on the season of, of course, this weekend at the Charlotte Invite on ESPN Plus Friday at 5.30. And then on Wednesday, the team will be signing autographs before the men's basketball game in the front entrance of Gore Arena. And that is right before that big game. It's 3 o'clock. Sick days are there for a reason, folks. Get <laughs> off early. Bring your kids as Campbell will be hosting Purdue in the uh, debut for this uh, wonderful coaching staff and wonderful team, the 2023 edition of the Camels. Evan and I will be back to uh, talk more softball and everything else Campbell athletics coming up after the break here on Camel Call Friday. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Camel Call Friday with Evan Budrovich. I'm Chris Haymeyer. Evan, are you ready for crossover season? I am, but I will brag for one moment. You guys work. Please, your, please go ahead. Your crew works your tail off. Sports information, marketing, operations, ticketing. I'm taking the personal route, and I'm heading to Savannah this weekend sure. to celebrate the last weekend it is. before the madness really starts. I know softball and lacrosse begin this week, but when all the sports kickstart in two weeks, this is this is prime real estate. So, thank you first of all to your crew. We mentioned operations, ticketing, security everyone that's involved in, in making these events happen the next two months. Yeah, and I will say, and this year for, if you're a fan of Campbell Sports, and if you're listening to this podcast, you, better you be. probably <laughs> are, unless you're related to one of us. Um, it's going to be fun because literally every day there's a, there's a home event. I do know starting um, on the 15th on Wednesday, we will be streaming 10 home events in 12 days. Um, so it's not only crossover season, but usually it's like, okay, basketball's out of town this weekend or baseball's out of town. Everybody's in town, um, which makes it which makes it a whole lot of fun. And as you mentioned, um, we've been talking, of course, about there are spring sports in full swing, but we get a little bit more of the spectator sports that play at home rolling, and it starts uh, this Saturday. Women's lacrosse team uh, versus Stetson non-conference. It's noon. It's in Barker Lane Stadium. Um, it's awesome. We, if you, if you go back into Chemical Friday podcast, I, I, I really want you to listen to uh, Coach Easley and I. Um, this was back in the fall, but talking about, and she, and she opens up about it. Uh, just the heartbreak of of last year. She had built a women's lacrosse team that was built to beat High Point, which is the team year in and year out in the Big South lacrosse, and to win a championship. And they were on their way in first place 
about to win a regular season title in a couple weeks before the end of the season, they literally lost their top three players, top three scores to to injury, and it was a, it was a heartbreaking end. So they've got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder in their their last year here in the Big South. Look for big things from them. They started seven and last year before. Their top four attackers. Yeah. Remember in lacrosse, you only have three attackers in your lineup. So you lose the top four. You had a fifth player injured. It was a bunch of piece it together, find different players to contribute, and, and give them credit. I mean, they were within one goal of beating Furman. If they win that game in overtime, they win the Big South. You went through this with Don on your podcast. They play in the tournament and lose by one goal to Gardner-Webb. Yeah. They have – is it 14 seniors this year or 15? It, it's a large – it's basically a baker's dozen. A lot. It's a huge family of seniors. So you know the group's motivated. And they crushed Stetson last year to start yeah. the season down in DeLand, which is not low point, but my second favorite area in the world. Uh, if they can, you know, credit to those girls. You and I have known that team now because we do videos in the fall for them every year and they do their yeah. conditioning and their media days. It's a very veteran team, and that's mm-hmm. usually the type of teams that can that can be really good this year. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be good. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Even after all those injuries, they – lost in overtime a, a couple of games and it was just uh, heartbreaking but again they they picked themselves up and and really have like you say an experienced experienced team uh gonna be a fun day saturday that that lacrosse is at noon barker lane stadium it's free men's and women's tennis are both playing barton if you haven't been over to the tennis center which is just across the parking lot from soccer and softball a couple of years ago this happened during covid so not a lot of people noticed it but they uh lowered on the main courts where you have one through four the 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 top players that are always playing each other in the doubles thing they lowered um the fence and put in bleachers so you really can it's not like you're at the playground looking through the fence trying to watch it. it it truly has become a a fun spectator thing and there's grunting and yelling and let's go see you well so and it's a it's a lot of fun so so sometimes it should they play a lot at home and they usually play oh it's two o'clock four o'clock on, a, yeah. on or three o'clock on a tuesday so it's fun you can kind of get over there and see a little bit and the best part it's doubles and singles so you start off with doubles which is intense because yeah. they're always high-fiving and there's energy but then the six singles matches your eyes are scattered yeah. back and forth watching six different matches and you and like chris said you can literally stand in the middle turn to your left and watch two matches, turn to your right, watch two other matches, and basically get the whole action at one time. It's like having the mega cast or Sunday ticket, but at, at the tennis stadium. So you enjoy that if you can. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it, it's a lot of fun, and again, free as well. That'll be at one. And then uh, women's basketball takes on Gardner-Webb. Gardner-Webb in first place. Um, they could, depending on what happens earlier in the week, have a chance to clinch a share of the regular season title. For Campbell, it's a must-win. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, it's a it's a tough hill to climb, and they're going to have to get a whole lot of help to to take a regular season title. But, but that game is a must. And those two teams played a a pretty uh, uh, bitter and oh, um, yeah. a, and exciting, very close game at Gardner Webb earlier in the year. Well, this week for Campbell women's basketball, you will learn a lot about what Ronnie Fisher has done as a coach and what this team can do as a team. Yeah, They play High Point and Gardner-Webb. Those three are playing at the best level of any teams in the league. They have the best talent. Now Campbell's a bit hurt right now. Brittany Staves is coming back from an ankle injury. But I tell you what, like you want to predict or put your future bets in on who's going to win the conference? Gardner-Webb has won 12 straight games yeah. entering the week. That's yeah. second best in the country. It's LSU and them. Like That's elite level. Campbell's always played good defense, and right. High Point, we saw them here at home shoot the lights out from three and beat Campbell, and that was a close game at the end. 
So all three of those teams are really good. Like, that is a great Saturday for women's basketball. Yeah, and, and really could be a preview of the Big South Conference final game. So it'll be, it'll be really, really interesting to see how Campbell does there. We talked a lot of softball with Coach Prater um, earlier in this. Uh, softball gets going, and then they will open the season. How about this, folks? How about this a home opener? How about Coach Prater's uh, debut? And we talked a little bit about that. Softball welcoming Purdue. Not Purdue College, not Indiana Wait, Fort Wayne. Purdue College? Not, not India. It's probably somewhere in Indiana. <laughs> not Indiana Fort Wayne Purdue. Purdue Purdue from the Big Ten, who our wrestling team beat earlier this year. Just a just a plug there. It'll be uh, it'll be the softball team uh, going on against against Purdue at three o'clock. That game will be on ESPN Plus. Softball uh, free. Um, for everyone as well this year I'm really looking forward to it usually when you have a team coming off back-to-back titles both regular season and tournament by the way and you lose your coach um, coach show McDonald uh, up at Michigan State speaking of the Big Ten unbelievable um, but you have plugged someone in 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 coach Prater and again we talked about it earlier in this episode but someone that is not going to miss a beat and an LSU um, Hall of Famer she just got inducted into her LSU as as a player Hall of Fame so clearly you know in those softball games like the 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 feedback from the soccer teams and the baseball all the athletes go to the softball games and are very supportive I mean there was almost a fight two years ago with the Longwood (laughs) fans and our fans I don't think you're you're supposed to bring that up on air well we'll (laughs) cut that out in post there were some disagreements. Like, those fans get into the games. Our students are a right. lively and energetic, and it's a great atmosphere. Yeah. Go to Man a Little John. Yeah. Like, it is, it is yeah. really you fun. Don't, you don't have to fear of, uh, of getting punched or anything. It was, it was verbal sparring um, at, a, uh, at a Longwood fan base that has not been happy that uh, Campbell has, has, been the kings, has been the kings of the conference. Of course, they start things off uh, at the Charlotte Invitational uh, this weekend. Women's golf gets into it for the first time. Um, in the spring, they will be down in Jacksonville. Wrestling, big, big weekend for them. Of course, you look ahead to next weekend when they'll take on App State. That's usually one versus two for the regular season title. But they have to go all the way to Lexington, Kentucky to take on Bellarmine. And then they will come back through and just swing by Chattanooga uh, on Sunday to take on a tough Chattanooga team. Who's and undefeated then, as well. And then, yeah, and then come back eight hours to roll home so and that, get that ready for class on, on because Monday. Louisville, Kentucky, the bourbon capital of the world. Of okay. course, we don't, we don't support drinking. We're supposed to, we're, we're, we're supposed to cut. We're going to cut that out again. I'm going to have to do some major editing. Of I'm, this I'm podcast giving you the tourist All right. Okay. Bellarmine's, you're, it's a you're just a man on the street. It's a smaller school. It's, it's got a neat culture to it. And then Chattanooga, our former friend, Andrew Golfsky. That's right. His Great wife town. delivered their second child, baby boy this week. He's coaching at Chattanooga oh, I didn't with Kenneth that. White. So, the, the Campbell family connection yeah. to Kevin. That's Hill. why we do this podcast so we can talk as yeah, well. Yeah, we can catch yeah, up th- on th- things. Thanks for that. I'll send them a congrats. Yeah. <laughs> but it is neat how they wrestle Friday, Sunday. Like, you think of that as a basketball schedule, but the grueling physicality of driving eight hours to, oh, to Louisville yeah. and then driving two more hours to chat and driving seven hours back to Bowie's Creek in, in basically two days. Yeah, swimming starts the uh, CCSA Conference Championship. That's going to be in Knoxville, Tennessee, speaking of. A little bit of a long trip. Uh, wrestling and swimming, we had two student-athletes from both those fantastic programs on the Camel Call Live podcast earlier in the week, so make sure you give that one a listen. And our track team, again, this isn't a recording of what we've said the last three weeks, but indoor, they are crushing records. 
three camels, set four new school <laughs> records um, in indoor at the South Carolina Invitational. Chastity Pickett had two records, and then um, on the weights, a school record as well as uh, Omar Ibrahim has been sensational. Uh, he's breaking and setting records in the throws, and Campbell, a 4-by-400-meter relay record as well. They're doing sensational indoor the indoor track season is as quick as the people on the track. Usually you have a month, and then it's the conference championship, which will be in two weeks as well. And this weekend at Liberty, I was talking to the folks on their video side. They're streaming the track meet. Okay. So you can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Right. I don't know what hours and what windows are being filmed, but part of the meet on Saturday and Friday will be filmed. So you can watch it live and get live coverage. I'll give Liberty a ton of credit. I don't like to do that. But they do care about streaming, swimming, and track and field. So thank you for that. Yeah, no doubt. It'll be uh, it'll be sensational. I think we covered every single one of our sports, which is uh, happening. And, of course, we'll have a lot of baseball talk uh, next weekend. It is a fun and busy time of year. Again, everything going on. It's also playoff season for our intramural indoor volleyball team. Oh, okay. Which yeah. consists of athletic trainers. Sure. Compliance officers, okay. you know, broadcasters, media coaches. Kayla Shamback is our coach. Oh, not to not any ageism, but everyone well above the eighteen to twenty-one year olds that you are playing on the court. Because in Campbell, there's no adult division and student division. You guys are playing eighteen-year-olds from uh, from Barker dorm. Yeah, the kid from Coates is playing the thirty-year-old me on the volleyball court. So the age difference plays a factor, but. We're gearing up for the playoffs. We had a 500 regular season, but I think we have the right tools to make a run in the playoffs. Okay, okay. So even against these 18-year-olds, it's not it's not a slam dunk that these former former D1 athletes and former administrators, current administrators, are are taking it to them. You mentioned the key word former, not current, <laughs> but yes, I think Father Time may catch up. To us. <laughs> All right, tune in next week, and we'll find out how the playoffs uh, have gone. Thanks for listening, for Evan Budrovich. I'm Chris Haymeyer. Have a great week, everybody.